Hello, everyone. My name is Evan Macknick, and welcome to the Happy Monday Podcast, the podcast where we pick some uplifting stories that you may have missed from the previous week. A new episode drops every Monday morning so that you can start your week on a good note. On this episode, we have a few extra stories to make up for the missed episode last week. We'll check out some dad bods and a new calendar, hop on a Southwest plane flight full of generous passengers, and send off a retiring police officer. Our first story is from Toms River, New Jersey. After a long shift, a group of EMTs were eating breakfast at a local IHOP. When they asked for the check, the server handed them a receipt for the meal that had already been paid for. The receipt had a note that said, Thank you for all you do. Have a great day. And was signed, Recovering Addict. They tried to find out who paid for the meal so they could thank the person, but the manager said the woman wanted to remain anonymous and had already left. Captain Alyssa Golombeski said, it was just a reminder that there is still so much good in the world. The note and paying for our breakfast, we were a boisterous bunch, but that brought our table to complete silence. After visiting Florida on vacation, where she met a homeless family, nine-year-old Bentley Martinez from Idaho decided she wanted to help out more families like this. She started Bam's Bakery, where she sells cupcakes to raise money that she uses to create care packages for people who need them. Be sure and check out the Facebook page to see pictures and learn more. What's better than a hot body firefighter calendar? How about dogs? How about dogs and dad bots? Photographer Ricky Beeson thought that this was exactly the type of thing the world needed. Working with three animal rescues in the Dallas, Texas area, the Love Pit, Rescue Row, and Astasia's Angels Animal Rescue, she has created a calendar for 2019 that showcases dad bods along with dogs who are up for adoption. To grab your copy, hit up rickybeesandrescuephotography.com. In Milwaukee, a city bus driver went out of his way to help another man. Even though Gene Hubbard lost his sight to diabetes, he has continued to go to work for the last 20 years. This is not normally a problem as he walks the same way every day. However, recently his stop has undergone construction and when the bus driver, Thaddeus Turner, let him off, he could tell that Hubbard was distressed. Turner parked the bus to help Hubbard across the street. Turner was surprised to see a photo and a story about the incident on the news and just remarked that this type of kindness is second nature for him and his fellow bus drivers. For our fifth story, we're headed to St. Petersburg, Florida. Justin Johnson and Renal Roberts were on vacation and noticed a mother trying to maneuver her daughter's wheelchair through the sand. Her daughter had cerebral palsy, and because of the lack of accessibility at the resort, had been cooped up in the hotel the entire time. Johnson and Roberts asked if they could help, and they proceeded to lift the wheelchair and got her down to the beach. They said, it was amazing, that girl smiling from ear to ear. In Burton, Michigan, a girl with cerebral palsy was refused service at a nail salon inside the local Walmart because the girl moved too much. One of the Walmart employee cashiers, Ebony Harris, saw what happened and decided to help out. She skipped her lunch break, bought some nail polish, and sat in the subway restaurant inside so that she could paint the girl's nails. While the girl did move a little and apologized, Harris told her not to apologize and that she was fine. Harris hopes that her actions help others treat people with disabilities the same way that they would want to be treated. 
On a Southwest flight from Chicago to Florida, elementary school teacher Kimber Bermudez was asked about what she does for a living. The passenger next to her asked what was the greatest challenge that she faced, and she told him that working at a low-income school can be heartbreaking. She also told him about all of the teachers who contribute their own money to buy supplies, clothing, and toiletries for the kids. It was about this time that others began listening to the conversation. One man handed her a wad of cash, which ended up totaling $500. Others chipped in too, and the man next to her actually works for a company that donates school supplies, so he made sure to get her information. Bermudez plans to use the money to buy new books for her kids, as they don't often have any new books to read. Here's a nice little story. When singer Andy Grammer was eating in a restaurant recently, he saw a group of elderly women eating at a nearby table. He said that seeing them really made him miss his mom who had passed away. Grammer ended up paying for their meal, but instead of making it anonymous, he felt an urge to introduce himself and let them know that he thought they were some of the sweetest ladies he'd ever seen, and how it made him think of his mom. One of the ladies gave him a big hug and said she really needed this as her son had recently died. Grammer finished his Facebook post saying, We are all so connected. In the rural southern Indian town of Kanji, in the state of Tamil Nadu, students at a local school are working to make a big impact. Recently, this area has been met with some bad droughts that are being attributed to climate change. To try and educate the residents of Kanji so that they know how to deal with this issue, a group of 120 students and 10 staff members from the St. Anthony's Matriculation School have created an eco-club. In what is arguably their most successful effort so far, they have planted over 1,000 trees in the area, which helps to defend against the droughts and monsoons that are common. Check out the link in the notes to learn more about the Eco Club. What happens when you receive a call from someone who dialed the wrong number? It's usually a pretty quick call that results in the caller apologizing for bothering you. For 102-year-old Irene Wilkinson, things were a bit different when she mistakenly called a woman named Rosa. Instead of the normal quick hang-up, the two women talked for over an hour, and this turned into more calls and a real friendship. After a bit of pleading, Rosa convinced her daughter to drive from Florida, pick her up in Tennessee, and drive to Irene's nursing home in Illinois. Irene cried tears of joys when they met, and the nursing home snapped a picture of the two. When returning from combat, many veterans have a tough time finding jobs and even just a comfortable place to live. Green Zone Housing is trying to change that. They're working to turn old shipping containers into houses for homeless and distressed vets. It typically only takes a few weeks to completely transform a bare container into a fully functioning house with air conditioning and plumbing. They've also been able to work with other companies to find free land for them to build the houses, and for-profit part works to supplement the nonprofit. It's nice to see private citizens working to make sure our vets are not forgotten. While hiking with her family in the backcountry near Bend, Oregon, seven-year-old Adriana Flores lost her stuffed lion, Kitty, when it fell out of her mother's backpack. Another hiker noticed how upset the little girl was when they crossed paths and said she'd keep an eye out. Though she realized that it was highly unlikely, she eventually spotted Kitty. Unfortunately, she didn't have the Flores family's contact info, so she posted a picture of the lion on a rock and let the internet help her out. It took about a week, but with the community's help, 
Adriana was eventually reunited with Kitty. August 5th recently passed, which was also the 25th anniversary of the card game Magic the Gathering. While I haven't really played Magic since the mid-90s, it is still widely played today, with millions playing throughout the world. Howard Rose, a Vietnam veteran, recently found an old diary that he kept while serving in the Army. Reading through it, he was inspired to try and reconnect with some of his former Army buddies. He came across Doug Krause on Facebook, and when they reconnected, he said it was like they never left. They traded stories, both good and bad, including how they had to not only ward off the enemy, but tigers too. Definitely check out the link for video. A police officer in Massachusetts recently hung up his badge after 30 years on the force. At the end of his shift, Officer Dwayne Ledoux called in a Code 5, which is what his department says when wrapping up a crime scene. What he didn't expect was the voice on the other end. Ledoux's son, Nate, had flown in for the event, and after his father thanked everyone, Nate got on the radio. It is my pleasure to announce that, on this day, after 32 and a half years of service, my father, Southbridge Police Officer Duane Ledoux, is retiring and has given his final Code 5. It is my honor to acknowledge his Code 5, to set free a man who has sacrificed so much of his time for all of us, so that he may spend the rest of his life discovering new craft beer, exploring this beautiful country, and most importantly, chasing glory. Dad, you are officially Code 5. Now, I don't know about you, but that choked me up and apparently did the same to Officer Ledoux. What a great story. That does it for this episode of the Happy Monday Podcast. You can find the links for this episode in the description. If you like what you heard, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash happymonday. If you can't contribute financially, please rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.